Disclaimer. DH Truth Prevails podcast and all affiliates are not a substitution for seeking a healthcare professional. Anything said, recommended, or advised is not evaluated by the FDA and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any present or absence of diseases. Nor is it approved by any licensed medical professional. DH Truth Prevails podcast and all affiliates hold no responsibility to what is said, recommended, or advised. All listeners are 100% solely responsible for their own health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. This topic pertaining to mental health is one that we know is sensitive to many. We strongly encourage setting aside all emotional perspectives, biases, presuppositions, pre-understandings, and be as Christians seeking to self-examine while seeing everything through a biblical perspective. Thank you. Welcome back to Truth Prevails. I'm Amanda. And I'm Astasia. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) It has been some time, I swear. Every time we come back to this, I feel like, when was the last time? I don't remember anything. Oh my gosh. Mm. I don't even know that I remember what yesterday was about. Yeah, there's so many things going on in our lives, and good, and good. Yes. (laughs) Even in trials, good, and good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very crucial to see it that way. Um, Yeah, like you said, even in trials, and... It's been really warm, of course, given this time of year. And then it rained, and we're like, yes, yes. we love the rain. And then it got humid. <laughs> yeah, humid, yeah. So, you know. And for any of those that are just uh, checking us out for the first time, we are in California. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, it's nice. <laughs> when it wants to be. When it wants to be, yeah. doesn't always want to be. But I feel like compared to the other places with the extreme weather, they're just oh my like, gosh. We're in the southern region of California, so, yeah. yeah. We have interesting times here. Mm-hmm. Have it fairly easy compared to even just the Palm Springs area where it's just like, oh, great, you're in an oven. <laughs> even at night, it's like you're opening an oven. It's like either you're in it or you're next to it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, the topic for today doesn't is not a really clear topic, but we are going to um, speak in a way that is slightly scattered, but you'll understand. Um, but also, we do want to say... Um, We are not licensed professionals, but we are God-fearing women that believe in God's word to be mighty and powerful. Amen. And we strongly believe that God should be our first source of action in everything. Mm -hmm. So, um, what's the name of this episode misconstrued mind misconstrued mind um we're going to discuss what many 
would say is such a touchy subject. Not touchy, <laughs> is what many say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, everything we talk about on our podcasts are never exhaustive. There's no way to fully encompass everything, especially in this topic. And so this is just one small aspect of what many get really defensive about. Mm -hmm. And what is atmosthesia? Mental health. Mental health. Even just saying it, I feel like many would have like like a cringe kind of thing or, all right, what's happening? Let me brace myself, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely a subject that is up there in the be very careful <laughs> yes. category, you know? Yeah, it's a be, it's a be very careful. Right. Um, so mental health slash mental illness, mm-hmm. okay, it's, it's all there. Um, but let us preface with this, is that if we're Christians... Our soul anchor, our soul, capital S, source, is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Now this, I'm not going to say right now that that's everything and anything and throw everything else out. No, we're going to get a little bit more into this and explaining just exactly why we wanted to do this podcast. And it probably won't be the last one where we discuss this topic. Um, but for the sake of giving just a little bit, so we understand where we're starting off is we find many people actually, let me clear that up more Christians that want to discuss the topic of mental health. They get beat up Mm -hmm. verbally. Sometimes I believe physically as well. And it's not fair. It's absolutely not fair. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as a topic that cannot be discussed. And there's no such thing as Christ not knowing what is happening. So with that in mind, we want to address a lot of the defensiveness that comes against Christians wanting to speak about mental health. And... The reality is, is nobody has it perfect. Mm -hmm. We know this. But who does? Christ does. And we can't say that there aren't Christians out there that have misconstrued things. And we also can't say that there aren't Christians out there that misconstrue other Christians' actions and thoughts. And when they say things and do things pertaining to mental health where immediately the defense mechanism is to attack. And that is not fair. I'd say it's not fair on both ends of those spectrums. Mm -hmm. We want to meet somewhere in the middle and sort of give more of an understanding and that this can be discussed in a very civil way. And also that we all need to be held responsible for where we're at mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of the above. So um, bear with us 
as we discuss this. We're not going to go over an hour because our podcasts don't go over an hour, but we can definitely say this will not be the last time we discuss something on this. Mm-hmm. Stasia? Yep. And, yeah, that really is the case. Like, I think anywhere that you look online or wherever, that when the subject of mental health and mental health issues and all those things come up and is trying to be discussed from a biblical perspective, there is a lot of agitation that it incites. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even no matter how careful you try and be about it, there's still that strong potential for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think one of the reasons that it's really, I guess you could call it concerning or (laughs) kind of, you know... um, makes breaks my heart almost a little bit in the sense of there is so much hope to be found in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. there is so much hope and we know that we're not going to be perfect while we're here right but we do know and this is one of my one of the scriptures that is very near and dear to me because this is something I constantly have to be reminded of which is Philippians 1 6 being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. so we don't come on here talking about oh you got to be perfect get your act together no but what we do say is we have Jesus Christ our Lord the creator of all things who is knitted together who has knitted us together in our mother's wombs and um, hears us when we pray right wants to hear us knows us before we even knows what we're going to say before we even say it and um you know there's um the scripture that says um to casting all your care upon him for he careth for you first peter 5 7 and that's another one i have to think on a lot because often you know i can start thinking you know oh he's probably disappointed he's probably tired of this um why bother but it's like no he scripture tells me to cast everything onto him to tell him everything that is on my heart because he cares about me and so when it comes to the subject of mental health and everything that scripture has for that um because you know this is just little scratching of the surface there's so many scriptures because we here believe scripture is sufficient for all of life and so um to to see, you know, that want to get addressed in different areas, you know, online or wherever, and say, you know, hey, you know, the scripture has something for this, you know, and then to see it so heavily combated Mm -hmm. is, that's what's really concerning, just because, you know, I feel like that robs people of their hope, because oftentimes the lies are saying, there's no hope, you're in this forever, Um, and it just creates darker and darker tunnels or whatever, you know, for Mm -hmm. certain aspects of it and um that's what i don't want to see happen is people get robbed of the hope that is in christ and in his word because his word is sufficient and though we won't be perfect we know that christ has offered an abundance and has given us an abundance um and we have the holy spirit as well you know and so um that's why i believe it is really important to you know come to this type of discussion with prayer and Um, asking for wisdom, knowing that God will provide that, you know, because uh, otherwise, you know, the scripture warns about, you know, don't be wise in your own eyes, you know, and so it's like if, you know, and to have a teachable spirit and all those things, you know, and so 
if you know you approach this already with your guard way up and just ready like waiting for the thing to be said that can then be commented on later right. or whatever um it would it would just be so uh tragic <laughs> to right. have the hope missed in right. a way you know because it's there regardless mm-hmm. but um yeah that is just my main thing is to listen and to pray and we're not saying you know Take everything and run with it. No. Go to God. Pray and study the scriptures because he's the authority and his word has much to say. And that is what we encourage you because, yeah. So with that in mind, I'd like to say that none of us are perfect. Um, Only by God's grace are we saved and made into new creations in Christ. And also knowing that God has all of our hairs numbered. Mm -hmm. I mean, he knows everything from the beginning to end. So there's nothing that escapes him or he's up there and just like, yeah, 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 I don't know. No, he knows it all and we have to trust and confide in all that. And so um, I understand that this may be already rubbing some people the wrong way. Um, we have emphasized the need to be in God's word because the God's, God's word's powerful. It is. But let me get a little bit more in depth to this. Um, we often hear the complaint or we've read the complaint is that we don't understand. You don't understand. You don't get it. You're this. And the unfortunate thing is that I believe we are all guilty of assumptions. We all immediately jump the gun thinking that someone doesn't understand because of what they said, how they said it. And that is completely untrue. Mm -hmm. I just want to say this. We won't go into depth about it, but Mastasia and I have been through some very horrendous, Mm -hmm. really scary times. Um, that dealt with the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was only by God's grace and mercy towards us that he allowed us to go through those things and then got us out of it. And it was literally a lot of seeing the sin in our hearts, seeing just how we did not do and obey his commandments, mm-hmm. what he says in his word to do, applying the spiritual weapons that we have been given it was a lot of error on our end but with that in mind as well i want to say this everything has a spiritualness to it Mm -hmm. we don't want to say that oh no there's that and then there's that and everything's all separated it's not but i do strongly believe that there are aspects of physical Mm -hmm. issues that happen to us because we are bodies that are deteriorating right so with that our minds can deteriorate we can be um experiencing certain things someone will use the example of if you break an arm or a leg Mm -hmm. are you just going to sit there and pray over it and say get healed um absolutely not that's foolishness right God has allowed for there to be doctors. 
He has allowed there to be nurses. He has allowed certain things that are based in science because he's over everything. He has dominion over all things. Mm -hmm. But yet we also believe that humans, because we're fallible, because we're frail, because we tend to ride on our own wisdom and understanding, we have the capacity to distort things and make things and create things that are not pleasing to the Lord. This is a lot to go into, mind you. So I'm trying to not be as brief, but also try to be able to cover everything that we want to cover. (laughs) It's a lot, yeah. It is a lot. It is a lot. This is just one smidget of all of this. Um, But we have to understand that despite there being physical issues, there is that spiritual aspect to it as well. Mm -hmm. And so I will name off a few things that are potentially physical. Right. And that is brain trauma. Mm -hmm. There's also um, hormonal imbalances. There's also um, missing parts of the brain. Mm -hmm. There's also cancerous types of things, tumors that may occur, cause different instances within the brain, the mind. So there are those spiritual, I mean, excuse me, physical Mm -hmm. aspects, and there are plenty more. But how do we find out about these physical aspects? We literally go to what God has allowed, which is doctors, hospitals. Mm -hmm. We get checked. We rule out whether there is something physical wrong with us. Because when we do those things, we are able to determine exactly what we're up against. Mm -hmm. But it's really not up. It's really not us being against it. Right. It's committing it to God and letting him be our fighter Mm -hmm. in this. So mind you, um, this is where it kind of gets, yes, please bear with me as I say these things. Anxiety. Mm Mm-hmm worry, depression, fear, aspects of showing different types of symptoms of aggression and then bipolarness and then just different types of things like that. Okay, we have to rule out physical aspects to this. Mm -hmm. And we are not saying we go and we discuss this with an individual and then they label us something right? just because of the symptoms or just because of what we're saying, they're going to just conclude that that is what's happening. No, we're going to go for what tests have been created mm-hmm. by the professionals to diagnose exactly what's happening. So whatever it may be in the physical sense, Mm -hmm. there can be some sort of treatment to it that is necessary for that physical issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a lot more that I can go into that, but I want to jump into the spiritual aspect of it. When the ruling out of physical has been done, it is absolutely spiritual. And see, this is where the sins in the heart can come in. 
this is where deception ruling in the mind can come in. This is where disobedience can come in. And these are consequences and also discipline that's being incurred. And then there's also the very reality of it. And that's demon possession. That's touchy. (laughs) Not going to go into that right now. We're just trying to explain the distinctions and the realities of a lot of the things that we incur in life, such as I've mentioned, anxiety, fear, worry, stress, depression. They have a root to them. Mm -hmm. They absolutely do. But what's amazing in all of this is that God's not up there naive, Mm -hmm. oblivious to all of this. He knows precisely what is happening to each individual. Now, I want to make it clear, when I state a demon possession, that would be on those that are not clearly Christ and could be someone convinced that they are converted but unfortunately are not because you must have the Holy Spirit in you. Otherwise, you are susceptible to a lot of the things that Satan does Right? because you're not a child of God. Again, that's probably the extent of I'll go into that. I highly want to set something straight right now, and that is please be in a sound Bible teaching church mm-hmm. where the scriptures are being expositive interpreting having them interpreted accurately and then applying it accurately to your lives and if you are please seek help from your pastors Mm -hmm. absolutely seek prayers from those that are around you and really truly believe and trust that the lord does know everything that is happening to you we, myself, Mastasia, and I had to get to a place of understanding that completely. He has not abandoned his children. Amen. You are not alone in what you're going through. Absolutely not. But as I was talking about the spiritual aspect of it, what happens is there are either consequences being reaped, there's discipline to be had, God knows exactly why you are where you're at and he knows how to get you out of it. And that requires you to be obedient to his commandments, Mm. to be obedient to what he has stated in his word. Now, when it pertains to the physical aspects, God is also aware if you need to be on medicine, if you need to have some sort of treatment, he is very much aware of that. So, I want to state this. When I read or I see or I hear people saying, oh, it's because you kinds of Christians that say that we don't have enough faith. Or it's because of you kind of Christians that say that we need to just trust in God and not do anything else is why so many people end up in such a wreck and all that. Nastasia and myself We're not those Christians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're not. So please listen and listen clearly because understand that what I'm saying can cause this sense of defensiveness that wants to rise up. Mm -hmm. But let alone do you know that that is 
probably a deeper form of an issue in the heart. Right. We all need conviction. And I say this because if there is no physical aspect, mind you, I still believe spiritual goes hand in hand with the physical. But if there's no actual physical determination for why you're experiencing certain things, please examine yourself and see where the state of your heart is. Seek the word of God and let it convict. Be released. We have no, we have been told that we're no longer a slave to sin. We're no longer held captive to those things. Mm -hmm. We're no longer in the clutches of Satan anymore. I think about Philippians 4, 6, which says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Mm -hmm. Obviously, consider verses 7 and 8 as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is rather important when it comes to this. Anxiety, fear, worry, all those things when it pertains to the spiritual aspect of it is sin Mm -hmm. and has to be repented of. Again, we're only speaking on the spiritual aspect of it. But also, we must learn how it is to take thoughts captive, Mm -hmm. which we're not going to go into that. Mastasia has a really good way of that because she is still learning how to take (laughs) thoughts captive. It is not easy. We don't want to sugarcoat it. We don't. But it is necessary. It is part of the weapons that we have been given. We have been given precisely certain pieces of the armor of God Mm -hmm. that pertain to that. So, again, we did say we were going to discuss how it is that people get defensive over these things. And so, with all of that said, where do you stand in that? I know I usually do my questions at the end, but I'm probably just going to be tossing out questions. We may not even have jingles Mm -hmm. in this one because there's just too much. Right. But yeah, where are you in this? Have you been physically diagnosed? And if you have not, can you please go and get checked out by a licensed medical professional to assure where you actually stand? Otherwise, it is time to examine the heart and see... Where is it? Are there sins harbored within there? Is there deception that you have been involved in and is it has caused that that mind to be distorted, to mm-hmm. think on things differently? Have you toyed around with things that you have not have no business being a part of and that has possibly given any kind of leverage to the enemy? You can give him a foothold. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about that. Mm-hmm. So Consider these things now and really, really, I I can't even express this enough, but really, really desire to be basically set free Mm -hmm. from that. We are no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer held captive. So if we think to ourselves, that somehow there's a comfort in living in this. As Christians, we should never find comfort in disobedience and in sin. Right. Stasia? Man. Okay. So I really like what you had just said. 
um, talking about a Christian not being comfortable in discipline and sin or um, disobedience. Disobedience, yes, thank you. Um, Or how often the thoughts can come in of, it's better this way, it's easier this way, it's almost comforting, you know. Mm -hmm. And I speak from experience because, you know, those are the kind of things that can sometimes go on with me. But it goes right back to the hope I was talking about earlier where it's like, you know, that is a lie, you know. Right. And it's something that can feel very convincing. Our emotions can be so strong, and yet we know that God's word is stronger than all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It is our only weapon in the armor of God and all of those things. And so, yeah, that's why it is so unfortunate when mental health tries to get addressed and immediately is just shut down or just becomes this fight. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah, because then it's it changes our perspective from what it ought to be on, which is Christ and mm-hmm. his word exactly. um, and the truth of it all. And instead brings everything back to our realm where we almost can start to become our own authorities because once you start moving away from the foundation of the scriptures as our basis for things, what else is your authority other than our own minds? Mm-hmm. And what is purer and more perfect and wise than the mind of God. Amen. And so that's why it's immediately such a dangerous place to be when we move away from that and just start debating based off of what we've heard from uh, other individuals, mm-hmm. uh, what we've you know experienced for ourselves or seen in others or whatever it can be. Or what we hear in our own minds. Exactly. Because our own emotions are just driving that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it can be very dangerous because then it becomes, no, you hear me. Mm-hmm. What I say is right. What I say goes. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody else comes with that same energy and it's just completely polar opposite to that, then how do you determine who's right there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then another person and another person, and it just becomes this dogfight when we can go to the scriptures. Amen. Um, because we also believe that there's only one true interpretation, the author's intent in the scriptures. Amen. And once you know that, then you can appropriately apply it without twisting it or, you know, to say what you want it to say, because then once again, you fall back into being your own authority. Agreed. But we know that our Lord is Jesus Christ. And anything other than that that we claim is, you know, ruler over us um, is an idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to be confused with government, which the Lord has established and everything like that, but, you know, right. that's a different t- subject. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so scripture has to be the foundation. Otherwise, it can go any direction in every direction and cause confusion. And we know that that God is not the God of confusion. Mm -hmm. He's not a God of disorder. Everything he made has perfect design and um, works so well with one another um, that he is not somebody, he is not a God who just watches and laughs and says, look at them, so lost and confused. No, he's given us everything we need in the word and he's given us the Holy Spirit um, and all of those things. And so... Yeah. So, um, I just want to hone in a little bit more on this idea of 
the defensiveness that comes up often. And mind you, I was there before. (laughs) I would say when I read or I see or I hear whatever it is, um, and it it's just for some apparent reason you can hear it and you read it and you can read it with that tone. It's amazing mm-hmm. how that happens. But it's often I see that as a form of defense mechanism. Right. In all honesty, I'm going to say this is my opinion when it comes to this, is that those that are less defensive are the ones that actually have a physical issue and they are tired of it Mm -hmm. they are so tired that just like if god could heal me now that would be great just just to hear that there are people out there that can use scripture as their weapon Mm -hmm. and then be delivered why not me and they're just desperately seeking out god and wanting to know more of him and praying that if it's the Lord's will, mm-hmm. they'd be healed. Right. They'd be healed of the physicalness aspect of it all. That they don't no longer have to deal with that. And so it does, in many ways, <clears throat> affect my heart. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart when I start to think of um, those that are not sincere. And rather live in, in the area of victimhood now that is a very very touchy word i understand that but it's the best way to describe it and it's as mastasia said is that sometimes we fall prey to knowing that more than knowing what it is to engage in battle right and to fight against it if you are a true christian if you are seeking after god if anxiety wants to you know, plague you, fear, all that stuff, um, and you don't have anything physical that's attributing to that, I understand I was there. Mm-hmm. And it ultimately just felt like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, this is too much. So it became easier to fall back and remain in it. Right. But that literally only drives the flesh more in wanting to fight against the convictions that we receive through those Christians with well-meaning intentions. I'm going to say that because I do agree that Mm -hmm. there are those that are just like, if you don't have enough faith, if you this, you're messing up on this, da-da-da-da-da, all that stuff, they're not doing anybody a good service. I strongly do not agree. Mm -hmm. They're not doing, I mean, I strongly agree that they're not doing what is biblical. But you find yourself more comforted by being in sin and by not engaging in that war. We have the shield of faith. We have the sword that is the word of God. Mm -hmm. We have the belt of truth. We have the helmet of salvation. Mm -hmm. We have the boots of readiness. Some say the boots of peace. Mm -hmm. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the full armor of God. But so many say, I'm tired. Right. I'm tired. But do you know the feeling of 
coming to the other side of that battle. Mm. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm so serious. It's when you engage in that war and the Lord sees you through it and he Mm -hmm. sustains you and you use the word of God and you just see how the enemy flees. It is amazing Mm -hmm. to experience that. And that is the more, that's more motivation to continue in that. Right. But to those that choose to remain and not engage in the battle Mm -hmm. that only feeds your flesh and that is where I often see many of those bring in that defense mechanism of attacking others, really just wanting to say, did you forget that God's there? Did you forget that he is the great physician? Did you forget? Because if you did, I'm here to remind you because mm-hmm. I love you mm-hmm. and I don't want you to be held captive anymore. And the reality that I am perceiving more and more is the concept of mental health I'm going to put it as this big generic statement is really really going in some directions that can cause a lot of fear Mm -hmm. it's really it's distorting a lot of different things um but again the wonderful thing to rest in is that Christ is not oblivious to this. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what is happening. And so I want to really question, but at the same time encourage those. If you're truly self-examining yourself and you are one of those that is in the spiritual, having spiritual issues, having spiritual um, battles, we're going to say, with a lot of what I have mentioned already. Anxiety, fear, worry, depression, those types of things. Do you honestly think that the Bible is alive and active and sufficient and inerrant and powerful and mighty (laughs) and alive and active and all those things do you truly believe those things because if you don't that is probably where one of the main issues is right and if you believe that you are doing some sort of a service to those that are literally going through very very detrimental physical ailments illnesses and all that by coming against the Christians that are truly trying to speak out on let's not get held captive by Satan in Mm -hmm. these lies of the spiritual aspect of it, please repent. Please come back to your first love, and that is Jesus Christ. Please examine yourself and see truly where your heart is. Mm -hmm. Mind you, the sins that can be in the heart, these are only a few that can cause a lot of these things to blow up inside of us Mm -hmm. is resentment, bitterness, lust, pride. Mm -hmm. Gosh, how many more? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anger. Mm -hmm. Even fear, I'd say. Fear. There are so many that we harbor in our hearts and don't even realize it. Mm 
And I would have to say that pride is one of the main culprits to a lot of the other sins that we harbor in our hearts. And so when we take the liberty of either lashing out to one of those Christians that are really just trying to say, hey, don't forget Jesus. He's there. Don't forget that, you know, he's the first one we go to no matter what. Mm -hmm. Because even, even if Jesus decides that you have a physical issue and that you need to get treatment and you need to be on medicine and all of that, it's still God who is sovereign and in control over all. Mm -hmm. He's not far away. So yeah, the Lord is never far from his children. Absolutely not. So it's, again, let me reiterate, Please do not attack. Do not get defensive. Because oftentimes that is a mechanism because there is some form of conviction. Something that is hitting hard because it's either we're in sin. um, It's we may say that, oh, we've experienced or we've seen or we've heard other people that have suffered because of you type of people, type of Christians. But let me remind you that I often see those that are in physical binds, often desiring for God to heal them, but God has a greater purpose in it. Mm -hmm. So for those of us, and I'm saying us because I had a very huge spiritual issue and that was sin in my heart. Yet I still grapple with it and I'm still, the Lord is still doing a work in me. Um, But please, let us not think that we're doing a service to those that have physical issues. No, we should be more so, okay, am I falling into Satan's clutches? Am I falling into sin? Um, Let me examine myself so that way I don't. And that way I come out of it and I use God's word as he intended it to be mm-hmm. used. And that is as the sword. Um, and let us not get combative because that does not reflect a Christian's heart. Mm-hmm. And that is to have love and grace upon our lips and attacking dissensions, um, argument arguments, The Bible clearly tells us to stay away from those things. Mm -hmm. There's no point in those. They do not at all in any kind of way breed good fruit. So my hope, and I believe it's Mastasia's, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of other of those Christians, their hope, our hope, is that we can stop taking this approach of defensiveness when it comes to mental health. Mm -hmm. Mind you, no one is perfect. I am certain that people make some grave mistakes because they misinterpret the word. I think it always falls back to that. There's a misinterpretation of the word, and so it's applied incredibly inaccurately. And then it causes more harm than good. But when it's applied properly, and I have seen some very solid expositors, some very solid teachers get a lot of backlash, get a lot of rebuking in where you have no right to rebuke. 
because they have exposited the scriptures clearly. It's very clearly interpreted and they are applying it in the way that God's intent was. And yet they're being hit hard. And it's very, very sad and unfortunate that Christians would attack other Christians in that, especially when it's all biblical. When it comes to biblical, our emotions, our biases, our opinions, um, our presuppositions, our pre-understandings, our wisdom, our thoughts, our concerns mean nothing. The word always stands above and will always stand above everything. So let us learn to not be defensive. Let us learn to be more self-examining and humble. Let us continue to pray for those that are going through some really, really tough physical issues pertaining to mental health. And let us make sure that we are not falling captive to Satan's tactics and not using God's word as our ultimate authority and weapon. Because if you only, if you're dealing with something spiritual, please stop with the defensiveness. Mm -hmm. Please stop attacking Christians that truly want to help other Christians know that Jesus Christ is always our first source. Mm -hmm. Always. From there, the Lord is gracious and merciful and loving and compassionate and good and just that he will care for his children, mm -hmm. whether it be physical or spiritual. Mm -hmm. Even when it's physical, I see some of these beautiful Christians really trying to be used by God. It doesn't matter what their issue is. Mm -hmm. They want to be so available to God. So let's not demean them if we're dealing with the spiritual issue and our hearts are full of sin or we're in deception or God forbid we're not truly converted and have a demon. Let us truly seek to no longer be anything to the enemy. No longer be those false Christians or false converted Christians. But let us be those that are willing to hear the truth of God's word, be convicted, repent when needed, and to live out a life that's exemplary of who Jesus Christ is. I really want Mastasia to share several scriptures that we find are very much applicable because our trust is in Christ and he has given us the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to give us conviction, to rebuke us, to instruct us, to teach us. He's the one that illuminates the word to us so that we can take thoughts captive, so that we can be renewed in the mind, so that we can be made more into the image of Christ, that we seek to live holy and righteous completely distinct from this world so let us not try to mix in the ideals and ideologies of what this world wants to define mental health as but let's seek to be more biblical mm -hmm. in that aspect i'm pretty sure i have more to say on this <laughs> i'm pretty sure but our time is going to be running pretty limited um, so this is probably not the last time that we'll discuss this, but I just mm -hmm. really wanted to highly exhort those out right. there to please stop the defensiveness, to please stop attacking, to stop falling captive to the world, to Satan, 
to our flesh to stop giving in to those things. And again, if I have not made it clear enough, there is a clear distinction between having physical illness, physical issues, and spiritual. Yet spiritual is still a part of it all completely. But there is a distinction between the both. And you can only get thoroughly diagnosed Mm -hmm. if you are getting checked by a licensed medical professional And there is a clear diagnosis to what is going on. And even so, I'm going to say this with all boldness, that if there are hormonal issues, honestly, I have found even for myself that dietary, nutrition, all that can play a very huge role. Mm -hmm. Even if you have a spiritual issue, (laughs) that can also play a part in it as well. But the most important part is to check your heart. Right. Check your heart because a lot of what we act on and say comes from the abundance of the heart. Mm-hmm. So um, there's more to say to this. Right. This is not exhaustive. Um, I just really wanted to hone in on what we have been perceiving with too many out there that say they're Christian, yet the defensiveness is astronomical. It's, it's unnecessary, in all honesty, because we need to be open in listening, in hearing, and understanding all of us. We need to be able to do that. And we, be, we should be able um, to desire and hunger God's word above all. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be displaced by it. We shouldn't be shocked by it. We shouldn't be angered by it. But clearly, remember this. Those that have physical issues that God has allowed them to have are more so desiring to be healed by God because they know that he is a great physician and he is truly the only one that could ever do anything like that for them. Because it would be something that must be in his will but for those with spiritual issues god has prescribed it so clearly in his word what you need to do and let us not live in that area of being captive Mm -hmm. let us come out of that god has given us that the capacity to come out of that stasia (laughs) So, one thing I want to say before I begin with the wonderful scriptures is that I know that when we've talked about um, the assumptions that can be had and the defensiveness that comes in when um, the topic of mental health is raised and people begin to discuss um, biblical perspectives on that and everything, um, I believe one of the assumptions that can cause that um, uh, defensiveness is the assumption that they don't care and that it is not about love and I truly hope that in listening so far that it has been indeed conveyed that all of this is expressed because of the love because mm-hmm. love is truth <laughs> it is um and I also very much so want to encourage that 
as you are examining yourself, as I hope that you are, as we all need to do that, including Amanda and I, we constantly have to examine to see where we're at. I would like to read Romans 8, 1 that says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Because this is a hefty thing to go through. Yes. And the heart is not a good place <laughs> because we're in our fallen state. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep that at the forefront of your mind that there is not condemnation for those who are Christ's. Um, so the first scripture I would, uh, well, you know, in this set of scriptures I'm about mm-hmm. to read, um, I it's wonderful. All of it is wonderful. But 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 16. Mm-hmm. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, ye, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And so, another scripture is Romans 12:2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And 2 Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. And Psalm 73.26 My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And that is all. Did you have the one, the renewing of the mind? Yes, that was the Romans 12.2 that I read. Awesome. Did you have the Psalm 26? I'm sorry, Isaiah 26.3? I did not have that one. See, this is uh, our fun parts here. (laughs) (laughs) But as she's looking it up, I do want to remind um, everybody that may be listening that when we come on these podcasts and we discuss things, We never want to have the idea of attacking, Mm -hmm. of condemning, or anything. We simply want to truly convey the truth of God's word. And we already know that it's not, honestly, Christianity here in America, it's not often welcomed, unfortunately. And that is a very sad reality that his word is not embraced in the way that it's embraced in some of the other countries where you actually see martyrdom and suffering and persecution happening. Right. Do you have it up? I do. Isaiah 26, 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. And that is one of the biggest things is that we as Christians 
must trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. In anything and everything, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, we must trust him. And again, why do we fight against our own brethren? Why do we seek to either debate or argue? It's always because within ourselves, there is some sin within our hearts. And we must not seek to be defensive, but seek to have civil discussions Mm -hmm. with our fellow brethren and seek to understand and have grace and love upon our lips. And ultimately, yes, you may agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. But when we have thoroughly sought to understand one another, I find there's always this great deal of agreement in some way. Right. I do. Mm -hmm. Especially because the goal should always be that it leads back to God's word and what's Mm -hmm. biblically based and solid. And so, yeah, if both are seeking after the Lord's truth and his will and his way, then yeah, there's often that resolve. Even if you can't say a hundred percent, I got you, you know, like it's, oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. So, yeah, time just runs out really quickly. Mm-hmm. We're like, we don't we don't go over an hour, and then every now and then it's like a few minutes over an hour, and we're like, well, we try. <laughs> Which we don't precisely know our time here, but we know that it's been running pretty long, so. Nastasia. Yes. Would you like to end this in prayer for us? I sure would. Thank you. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can come before you, that you hear our humble prayers, and that you continue to humble us when pride creeps in, Lord. Thank you so much that we can know and be comforted by the fact that you are on the throne, that you have dominion over all, that you are sovereign over all, and that we have been given your wonderful, sufficient scriptures, Lord, and that you have blessed us with your Holy Spirit. I thank you so much that in him we can overcome the world, Lord, and I thank you so much that we continue to have a hope, a hope that is placed in Christ, not ourselves, not the things of this world, but in Jesus Christ and the finished work that he has accomplished on the cross. Thank you so much for forgiving us. Thank you so much for convicting us. May you soften our hearts and give us wisdom and discernment and um, to study your word, to know it, and to be able to apply it to our lives, Lord. I ask that your good will be done and that your kingdom come and that we would just continue to stand firm in the faith and that you would bring um, to us the truth of where we are with you right now and where our hearts are and the sins that may be lying in there hidden before us but are clear before you, Lord. I ask that you would bring it forward and that we may be able to repent and be instructed by you in how to continue growing to be more and more like Christ. Thank you so much, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy, and the peace that you give us. May we set our hearts and minds on you always. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So one last bit of encouragement once more, and that is, let us not quickly assume on people's actions or words and then end up having that misconstrued mind. Let us seek to understand, listen, and examine ourselves. 
All right. Thank you so much for listening in. I know we didn't do our jingles. La, 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 la. There's something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So understand that we are always praying for you all, that any scriptures, any information necessary will all be in the description box below, wherever available. And we absolutely hope that you tune in to us next time. And we absolutely love the supporters and the prayers, everything thus far that the Lord is doing. We are so grateful and thankful for him. So... Until next time. Bye. Bye.